Hello. 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 How are you doing? All right. Not great. Not great at nah. all. Going to yeah. try and go for it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I didn't want to cancel it. But uh, no, it's not uh, It's not very pleasant. No. It's, uh, it's a, yeah. Anyway, we'll, uh, uh, we'll get cracking. One thing, if we okay. can. If we can, because uh, it takes me a long time to do the editing, it takes me three hours for 20 minutes, you know, okay. it's very, uh, so if we can make sure that we don't speak on top of each other, otherwise okay. we have to redo everything. So All right. let each other speak and uh, yeah, and we'll see, but okay, so uh, I got, let me get my stuff. Okay. So it's nearly the end anyway. So yeah. Okay. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic Glou-glou-glou, font tous les dindons Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum Tout avec lui dit boum Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille Et bonjour rugby friends And welcome to a new edition of French Rugby Connection With moi, Véronique Landieu And... And me, Mike Pierce What a brilliant edition for 21-22. And surprisingly, it's not, it's not Toulouse, it's not Montpellier, it's not Racing 92, topping the top 14, but it's... It is... Castres. Castres. Yeah. <laughs> Castres, you know, the, the quiet ones, you know, well done to Pierre-Henri Brancon, who... Uh, Had us, who last season, you know, finished uh, halfway. I think they were number seven. And this year, wow, what a, what a fantastic, fantastic exploit for them. Absolutely, yeah. And, of course, their home form, they've won 12 out of 13 matches at home, which has been, you know, the deciding factor in their wonderful position. Yes, and uh, it's uh, one club to watch. And I know that... Uh, Pierre-Henri de Broncan, actually, was a coach for about two years in Bath. Were you aware of that? No, I wasn't. No, that's All good right. stuff. And a few, I believe, I think, yeah, a few months ago, he had the visit of uh, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones was one of his friends. Oh, so, uh, okay. who knows? Okay. He's been given some good piece of advice. So, well done to Cast. I would love to see them topping and winning the top 14, but let's wait <laughs> and see. So, anyway, last week, what happened in the last weekend of the top 14 well it was uh, yeah, an incredible weekend wasn't it Claremont they beat Montpellier sorry yeah Montpellier 2015 which ensured that uh, Montpellier qualified for an automatic semi-final they end up in second place in the table two tries each and 7-3 at half time to to Claremont but you know that's a good good home win for them another team who had a really good home record this season they've only lost one game at home so but unfortunately away form wasn't good enough to to get them a place in the knockout stages at the bottom of the table Pepignon they played at the top of the table Bordeaux and Pepignon won 22-15 that means that Bordeaux missed out on an automatic semi-final place and the win wasn't enough to save Pepignon It's very surprising that Bordeaux lost against Perpignan. Yeah, yeah. of course, we didn't get any coverage in the UK, so I'm not quite sure what went on there. <laughs> but, uh... 
Fortunately, we can watch the top 14 highlights on YouTube, but it's not as good as watching live. But anyway, so yeah, a bit surprising. And then you watch a Poe versus Castre. Castre won uh, 26 to 16. That's right. 13 Poe. points from the blue to Verdapaleta. And uh, of course, as a result of that win, Castro go top and, and qualify for an automatic semi-final place. And, and Brive has maintained his place. Brive, what have they won 33-17 at Stade Francais? So that win lifted them out of the out of the relegation zone, so to speak. 18 points from the boot of uh, Laringiera. And yeah, vital win for, for Brive. 100%. They had to win that game. It was the game to win. But very disappointed by the way Stade Francais, you know, they felt like... They didn't want to be there. so But there's, there's going to be lots of change in Stade Francais. We'll talk about that a bit later. So some other games that took place last week was the Toulouse against Biarritz. Not much to say there. 12 tries from Toulouse. The overall score was 82-7. So Biarritz really, really, you know, got annihilated by Toulouse. So tough for them, but... You know, c'est la vie. And Racing 92 against Toulon. Toulon, and of a good story, I'm afraid. If they would have won that game, you know, they could have been part of the, the barrage, but it wasn't meant to be. The, the overall score was 21 to 16, Racing 92 against Toulon. And then Lyon, La Rochelle. La Rochelle, despite all the parting, the celebration of becoming the European champion, you know, they won against against Lyon. So again, the same thing for Lyon. They had a chance, but yeah. it wasn't meant to be, not this year. Yeah, so we have an interesting barrage this weekend on Saturday at Toulouse. They're at home to La Rochelle. And on Sunday, Bordeaux at home to Racing 92 which means the following week, the automatic qualifiers, Castra, they will play the winners of Toulouse or La Rochelle. And Montpellier will play the winners of Bordeaux and Racing 92. Both matches in Nice on Friday the 17th and Saturday the 18th. We got some news from Premier TV, I believe. Finally, they hear, they heard us. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think they show- did. They're going to show uh, a live match on Saturday. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, Toulouse against La Rochelle, 8 o'clock. Yeah, that'd be live on free sports, on Premier Sports. So, um, yeah, that should be a cracking game. Yes. Shame we didn't see too many lately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. The winners will, as I say, face Castro on Friday the 17th of June in Nice. So, it's all to play for, isn't it? But, you know, that... Uh... Out of the seven times that Toulouse played against La Rochelle, Toulouse won. But um, and with no. Toulouse at home, you know, maybe that that would be in their favour as well. Because La Rochelle won uh, the European Championship, you know, they'll uh, they will give them some extra extra motivation. So yeah, so an exciting exciting uh, uh, barrage weekend. Just to mention the Pro D2 final, Bayonne, they beat Stade Montois, otherwise known as Mont de Marsan. They beat them by 49 points to 20. Means that they will be in the top 14 next season. Very uh, well deserved. 
Welcome, welcome back, Bayonne. We missed you. Yeah, and it also means this Sunday, the runners-up of the final, Stade Montois, they will play Pepignon, the second from bottom of the top 14, in what is known as the access match. And the winner of that game will also have a place in the top 14. And so that's a huge, huge game. Excellent. <laughs> So, rugby news, I've got a few this week. So, do you remember Olivier Magne? Olivier I do. Magne, yes, he used to play for Les Bleus. He played as well in England. I forgot the, the name, but I should have known that. I yeah, know I know that. he played for London Irish. I'm not sure else he played for, but yeah. Correct. He played for London Irish and he was uh, one of my guests as well on That's the right. French Rugby yeah. Connection podcast. Really, really nice guy. You know, he's done lots of presenting on various channels and he wrote a book about the poor state of what French rugby was five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Since then, he must be beaming. So it has been announced that he's going to be a coach for the younger team in Lyon. So well done to Olivier. Would okay. be nice. Yes, will be good to see him. And other news, Paul Gustard, Aka Gus, really, really lovely guy, ex-Queen player and obviously ex-Saracens coach. And also he was the defence coach for the England team for a few years before going back to Queens. And then he coached for Benetton Revisé. Well, it's been announced he's going to be the defence team coach. Any idea? No idea. No idea. Le Stade Français. Oh, okay. So he's very keen to learn to speak French, and I'm sure he's going to, make, to create a big impact. So Stade Français, who finished this season, you know, 11, lagging at the bottom. You know, there'll be, there's going to be a few, few changes there, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, also another bit of news, Roman Poit, the referee who's retiring at the end of the season. He has joined Toulon as an advisor, no doubt helping them with, with refereeing issues, etc. And I also want to mention that the retirements this season, a lot of players have, have played their last games of rugby now, or certainly will do in the next two weeks, including Louis Picamole at Bordeaux, Francois Tranduc at Bordeaux, Rory Cocotte, that's a feisty scrum half at Castres, Victor Vito at Stade Rochelet, La Rochelle to us Brits. Vian Liebenberg, also of La Rochelle, he's retiring. Our friend Guillaume, Guillaume Girardo of Montpellier and uh, Fugence Oudorago of Montpellier, they're retiring. Daniel Ramsey of Poe, Antoine Bourbon of Stade Francais and Maxime Medard of Toulouse, all retiring. And, uh, you know, some big names in there that sadly we won't see on the field again. Yeah, so that would create uh, lots of vacancies. So it's going to be very, very good for the uh, young academy players. Uh, as you know, in France, you know there is a, a quota now of yeah. how many academy players can play in, in the team. And there has been a, a, very, a huge reduction in terms, of, in terms of overseas players playing the top 40 now, which is much healthier, actually, for, for the French rugby. And we've seen it to... No, uh, the French rugby going from strength yeah. to strength over the last few years. So he has explained a, a lot. And regarding a few changing, a few moves as well. So in Clermont, 
Clermont, they are welcoming seven new players. And I'm only mentioning, you know, the two one that people are, are, have heard of. So we've got Jules Plisson, who is going to play for Clermont from next season, who comes from La Rochelle, and Anthony Belot from Toulon, who's going to play for, for, La, for, um, for Clermont as well. And also, of course, you know, the <laughs> Toulon player um, who is going to move to Montpellier, and his name is Carbonel, Louis Carbonel is going to join Montpellier to the displeasure of the Toulon supporters, apparently. But, well, good luck to him. You know, changes is good. And Romain Tamac today as well was saying he's going to stay in Toulouse until 2028. But after his tenure in Toulouse, he's, he's happy to uh, play overseas. So watch this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's loads and loads of transfers, some still to be... Uh, definitely confirmed I think depending on how how the rest of the season goes and no doubt uh, in a future episode we'll go through them all two probably big names moving to Bayonne who have as I mentioned earlier just been promoted to top 14 Cami Lopez the fly half from Claremont he's joining and uh, Maxime Machineau the Racing scrum half joining Bayonne so a couple of really Talented halfbacks there, which which will help Bayon massively, I think, in the in the top fourteen next season. Yes, it's all go go go, absolutely. Other news regarding les Bleus Rugby Mondial twenty twenty two. So the list of the thirty eight female players have been announced. The World Cup is taking place in the autumn in New Zealand, so they're going to. Start training from the 18th of July to prepare for the World Cup, which will take place between the 8th of October until the 12th of November. So um, there's been a few changes in in terms of management regarding the coaching staff. So it's positive. It's positive because French team needs to ramp up, you know, if they want to win against uh, England, which is right now, you know, the best team in, in the world. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Only... Yes. Mike, how many players are retiring this season? Oh, gosh. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you exactly how many. So I've just gone through the list of... Uh, Probably the more famous ones, if you like. But that, um, okay, so how do you say to retire? To retire in French? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm retired. <laughs> Not at all. Um, it's basically it's, you call it uh, prendre sa retraite. Say that again. Prendre sa retraite. To Prend- retire, prendre- you have to take your retreat. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I want to be even more pedantic from a rugby point of view, I would say to hang up your boots, you would say raccrocher ses crampons. Oh, blimey. That's a lot of, lot of words. <laughs> That's it for, uh, it's for the, the, uh, for the ones who can speak French friendly. But, um, so it'll be uh, easy on you, easy on you. Tomorrow, Thank you. That's, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Thanks. <laughs> So, 
rugby friends, I hope you enjoyed our very quick digest of the French rugby top 14 as it stands and latest news as well, pertaining to the world rugby. Yeah, and next week we'll be looking forward to the semi-finals in Nice. Massive weekend of rugby down there. And um, yes, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating weekend now to see who who will take up the two remaining places. Next week, I shall have a very nice chat with a new rugby guest as well. I couldn't this mm. week. Some of you may have been aware. I've been a bit unwell. I've, COVID hit me. So anyhow, c'est la But vie. it didn't affect your voice. That's, that's, that's the main thing. You've managed to soldier through this podcast like the true professional you are, Veronique. Kind of, kind of. So uh, you have a lovely weekend, rugby friends, and Mike as well. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Au revoir. A bientôt. Merci, au revoir. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding, ding, ding. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum, et c'est l'amour. Qui s'éveille